my friends, another episode of the Tapestry Podcast. Here we are. We've got... Longy. Haley. And Mike. And uh, yeah, today we are talking about um, this idea of, are you the same person when you are alone? Or is there something different? And uh, yeah, let's take it away. What do you guys cool. think? Um, part of your like video, yeah, episode yeah. three, up on tapestrytalk.org. Yeah, or you YouTube. Can find you can, it yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but you do talk about like a very important part of isolation is like whether you're extroverted or introverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm very introverted. Mm-hmm. I've never minded alone time at any point ever. So yeah. it's nice to just, I don't know, there's like a big difference there because like some people like they can't sit alone for very long because they just need other people Mm -hmm. but like i'm with people too long and i'm like i want to get away for the rest of time um (laughs) (laughs) but we yeah i think there's just like a big difference in how that affects your like view of isolation Mm -hmm. i guess maybe not in isolation because like that feels very heavy but um isolation alone time uh solitude yeah solitude is good um but just i've never minded being alone so like this is just kind of an interesting one because like yeah i feel like a lot of my time is spent by myself or (laughs) like y'all ever been by yourself but like with other people but Mm -hmm. like not in a lonely way yeah Uh uh-huh yeah i spend a lot of my time like that yeah where it's just like you're in the same room but you're not necessarily interacting but like Mm -hmm. it feels nice because you're around somebody but like you're also by yourself that's how i operate a lot of the time I had a friend in high school who talked about being alone in a crowd a lot. Yeah. And uh, I, I, think, I think I understood what she meant at the time. I understand better now mm-hmm. what she meant, I think. Um, but yeah, she was definitely that, yeah. that kind of person. Mwangi, how about you? Extrovert, yeah, it, introvert? It makes me think about uh, <clears throat> a quick plug for a good book, Susan Cain, Quiet. And she talks about, I think if I remember in the book, she profiles this couple like, I think the husband loves to have people around and the, the yeah. wife doesn't. Uh-huh. And so when yeah. you're saying, I think her point in the book is the recharge. What's the recharge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's say we take Haley to this big party, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as that party's over, she's going to want her recharge is like peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to people for two weeks. So I'm mm-hmm. fulfilled. Yeah. Some people may be like, wow, I went for that hike by myself. Now I'm ready for people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> I think it's both what you like, but also what the recharge is. And it could be opposite or somewhere in between for some people, right? I'm, I don't necessarily mind being alone and I don't mind being crowds, but my perf, my, my preference is more like smaller groups mm-hmm. rather than a big mm-hmm. group. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like, I like three, yeah. <laughs> but three or four, Three's that's about number. it. You know, good, yeah. <laughs> uh, the larger they get, then the, the less, you know, to me, not that it doesn't feel, not that it doesn't feel interactive, but my ideal is usually a three yeah. conversation so like smaller conversation. groups yeah. yeah 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 so have you ever done like an introvert extrovert test to see mm-hmm. kind of where you fit on the scale Mm-mm. okay no. but you you kind of have an intuition about yeah. where you fit do you yeah. have you ever done that before yeah the myers-briggs yeah okay yeah do you know where you fit kind of ENFJ. The e the okay so you're definitely an e yeah. and i was and i'm surprised by that um, i don't think i'm right. an extrovert but, yeah. but did you think like are you kind of more toward the center or like way on the e side what do you think I think the center, I think. Yeah. 
Because I feel like it's both what I think and then what others think of me, right? Mm. Right, right. Some people would be like, no, you're not. It's not you. Right, this right. How, yeah. Or this is not how I see you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which there, we kind of talked about last time, right? Yeah. yeah. And there could be like a difference between like outgoing and extroversion or like mm-hmm. shy and introversion. Because yes. you have like uh, really outgoing people who like can't spend a whole ton of time around people without just like feeling exhausted. Because mm-hmm. um, like I'm outgoing when I'm with my friends and stuff, but it's like I need time away. Um, but you also have like quieter people that just really enjoy being around other people and they feel tired when they're by themselves. Like it's about energy, right? Yeah. 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 That yeah exactly. Recharge. What, yeah, yeah. That recharge. Exactly what you're talking about. Uh, my wife is exactly that way. Mm-hmm. Um, when people meet her and you, you guys have all met her, <laughs> people assume that she's an extrovert because she's gregarious, right? Yeah. She's kind of this like bright shining light in any room she's hi Heidi hi Heidi <laughs> um but really she brings that kind of energy to any yeah. room but then she needs that recharge time she's um she's like I'm like I've that's enough peopling mm-hmm. and it's time to go and be around just maybe dogs and I think too I bet you with <laughs> Heidi too because yeah. she's a she's a dancer she's a performer mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know you're you're a musician you're a preacher and you mm-hmm. so like I would assume like what do you mean you guys are introverts you get up yeah. in front of people and do stuff <laughs> right yeah. You know, and yeah. look like you are, you don't look nervous, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you must like people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I am an extrovert, but I'm not as extroverted as people would expect mm-hmm. based on how I often present and how people often see me in those kinds of mm-hmm. um, contexts, you know, right. like being out, being up in front of people or leading a bunch of like crazy youth group games or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but I also, yeah, I've, and I, I don't know how much this changes over lifespan right i think that would be an interesting thing to learn more about uh and Mm. listener uh if you know more about this we'd love to talk about like yeah does introversion and extroversion change a lot over over time i wonder if we have any uh, people who are into psychology or have studied this listening um oh by the way i don't know if you guys saw we we have at least two downloads in uh in belgium cool and one download in poland the countries. So unless someone is masking their IP address or using some sort of like VPN, we to, could shout out like Poland. Welcome Poland. Yeah. Welcome Howdy. all our uh, our European friends yeah. who are listening. Uh, pretty cool, and and people from kind of all over the country nice. as well, which is pretty cool. Analytics on podcasts, cool. You can cool. check it out. Yeah, it's yes, pretty, cool. pretty fun to see. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm curious about that because I feel like I've either discovered that I'm not as extroverted as I thought mm-hmm. I was, or I have become somewhat more introverted, still an extrovert, hmm. but just can't take as much of it. Yeah. Or at least like I do, I value that alone time more than I used to, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Priorit- Prioritizing this, even coming back to the setting, like right now we're talking about social settings. I don't know if mm-hmm. we touched this in previous episodes. I feel like we did, but how you show up at work is a little bit mm-hmm. different. So oh, yeah, in other words, we did, yeah, we talked about this. Yep. Yeah. In that environment, some people may see you in a certain way, but that's because you're defined by that task or that room or whatever you're Mm -hmm. doing there. So that's how you may be seen. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you all said, I think the recharge thing is important. Just like anybody Mm -hmm. would go to work and be like, I am so tired. I want to go home and Mm -hmm. relax or something like that or or get off the road or something. But too, yeah, as we, I, I wonder too, over time, what that means the introversion extroversion mm-hmm. yep personally and then again um 
given the people you're around like if you you're around your family but then let's say you go to college or something and you're in a dorm by yourself Mm -hmm. maybe you've never been in that setting and you self-discover all of a sudden you're like this is this rocks (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't even know like this was (laughs) right i think this things feel and i could be out in this big college campus but also feel like anonymous like that's why i love big cities Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. reason i love big cities is because there's no better anonymity than a yeah, big city. No one's watching. Yeah, nobody, no, cares. No one cares. nobody cares about yeah, yeah. you. So, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not saying that being, you know, hiking the mountains is bad or anything. Like that I was just saying, for me, if you're talking about true like disconnection, is mm-hmm. is being around a lot of people yet at the same time not, not existing. Yeah. To me, that's the mm-hmm. ultimate sort of like. Interesting. I'm not here. You know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, in the video, uh, if you haven't watched the video again, go check it out. Uh, I'm in, I'm in the, kind of the backcountry in winter, winter travel in the backcountry, and it's just me and my dog, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, George is awesome, but he can't speak English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sometimes talk to him. Uh, I hope that sounds normal to everyone. Uh, yeah, I talk to my dog a lot, actually. But he does speak French, though. Um, yeah. yeah he's, he's, <laughs> George. He's... <laughs> I'm not even going to try a French accent. I'm going to stop it. Um, so, no, not not going to go there. Um, just embarrass myself because we might have some French-speaking listeners. I don't yeah. even know at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, that idea of being out away from all other creatures, maybe, or at least all other humans, might not be all that different than being around a lot of humans yeah. in terms of your interior experience. And that's that's an interesting idea. Can how, what does alone look like for you? And I mean, I think I probably, even if I'm around other people, even if I know that they're not really paying attention to me, I still might be thinking about how they're seeing me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whereas if I'm actually around no other human eyeballs, I think maybe I act differently mm-hmm. or think differently or have a different interior experience. How about you guys? I don't know. It's hard because like I, well, I want to touch back to how you said um, of being alone in a crowd. Yeah. I feel like uh, that can mean like two different things. Like there are some people who like you say that and it means like they're lonely. Yes. Like they mm-hmm. feel isolated from those people and there's no connection there. Um, for me, it feels like independence in a way. Like it's just like I'm just existing amongst other people yeah. and they are doing the same but Mm -hmm. I don't feel isolated from them because we're all sharing the space. Like it feels almost communal to me to like go out to lunch by myself or like whatever. Cause it's like, Oh yes, I do live in a world with other people Mm -hmm. going about their lives. And I like that. Um, it's comforting sometimes. Like when you're just like, if you work from home, I don't work from home, but I spend a lot of time at Mm -hmm. home. So it's like you spend so much time like in your room or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you have to remind yourself there's other people. Yeah. that even if you don't know them and like yeah. that's a comforting thought for yeah. me okay yeah um but have, have you guys ever gone to a movie like in a movie theater alone no and i yes. you know what's funny is lately i've been wanting to buy like one of those like movie theater memberships yeah 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 just to like go to the movies more <laughs> yeah we get like a yeah. certain number of tickets <laughs> yeah. a, a yeah. week or a month yeah yeah or going in the middle of the day when you have the theory maybe to your to yourself, to yourself. yeah or Three rows to yourself. Yep. You can cry as much as you want. To. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've only done the movie theater thing once or twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, it, it may be a different experience as a man, a man or a woman. I don't know <laughs> if there's like a male, female difference there. I was like, are people going to think I'm a weird, creepy guy? Yeah. Hmm. Like showing Same up on my own. 
Yeah, like, like watching people. I don't know, but um, but it didn't feel that way at all. It's kind of. I just sad. pretended I'm really rich, and this is my movie theater. <laughs> 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 I rented this out actually. You know, yeah, and if somebody comes to you, say welcome. <laughs> yeah, you find can a seat, seat any, anywhere. anywhere. Really, yeah, this is. You're welcome. Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, you like the movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come back again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really good though. The difference between being alone and being lonely. Yeah. And I think that's an important distinction as well. Um yeah, you can be be alone without feeling lonely and you can be not alone and feel yeah, very exactly. lonely. That might be like the worst kind of loneliness when you're with someone who maybe has the opportunity to make you not feel so lonely or maybe with whom in the past, you haven't felt lonely, but now you feel lonely even when you're together. Mm-hmm. And I've had that experience because I have been divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a period of time toward the end of that marriage where it was um, very lonely, mm-hmm. even though we were in the same space. Mm-hmm. And I, um, again, listener, and, and really for any of us, if we ever have a, th- a question, a thought that we're like, hey, I wonder what the listeners think about that. Just call it out because I'm curious about what your experiences with that have been. Have you ever been with someone and felt more lonely than when you're actually alone? Because I think that been in that situation, coming back to the feeding or the recharge thing, mm-hmm. you need it more, mm-hmm. right? Because then in, if you're, it's those times where you're feeling lonely amongst other people, then all of a sudden maybe for you, it's like, man, I need to. Yeah, I need to crawl into a cave. Yeah, like Lights hibernate, off, like no sound. like you know, because it's almost it's a hunger that develops mm-hmm. such that you need that so much. Um, and I wonder too for you guys. So is there is there a balance with that? To the you know the recharge is it you know because maybe if you're swinging from one to zero, that's not yeah. the healthiest thing, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a little bit of this here and there so that there's more balance. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like at a weird stage in my life where like I do swing back and forth a lot. It's yeah. like I spent 10 weeks in college in a mm-hmm. dorm room before I dropped out and said no more. Mm-hmm. And part of the part of the struggle of that was like there's a lot of factors. Mm-hmm. School, not my thing. So mm-hmm. anxious yeah. and tired Fair, from like yeah. trying to navigate education, but also um I was in a dorm room and my was my roommate was someone that I was friends with in high school. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't anticipate like the importance of having my own space. Yeah. And so I was around like her and I, my sweet mates all day. Yep. Yeah. I was around classmates all day. And then I would get like a little bit of time in the dorm by myself or I would go to the library or something. Um, but I was, I had no space to myself. I was home like every weekend because I just couldn't right. stand being there. Right. And so when I dropped out, then I was suddenly like, by myself Mm -hmm. and i was able to like have a crazy recharge from like a pretty bad burnout Mm -hmm. um and so like now i'm at this point four years later three years later that's Mm -hmm. crazy (laughs) i'm not real um but Uh, covid too yeah that doesn't help either but um i'm at this point now where it's i'm not in school so i'm not like around peers anymore um and that's a little weird but i'm also like i still go and see people like I'm at work or I'm in my band mm-hmm. or all this other stuff or stuff like this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, that balance is hard when I miss all my friends who live. Cause also when I graduated high school, we moved yeah. like 45 minutes away. Yeah. So I'm not in my not hometown close. where all my, like I have do have friends who also didn't do school or did alternate schooling and they're at home in Aurora 
and I'm up here, mm-hmm. yeah, like an hour away. Um, yeah. Which so might as well hard. be farther, right? Like, yeah. I when I graduated, I moved a thousand miles away from where I had been going to high school, and so there was like, uh, we're not not seeing each other, we're not yeah. seeing friends, but sometimes even 45 minutes yeah it might as well be 17 hours yep. right yeah. yeah i mean we're all working we're all busy and you have to make like a day of it yep or like mm-hmm. an evening or something because it's like, got to be special plans right you can't just other, drive down yeah, an hour yeah. and be like hey i'm here you know right. like you have mm-hmm. to plan around it yeah. um and so yeah i know the balance is really difficult long answer to the question yeah. but um <laughs> if you can balance it because something's extraneous factors right so mm-hmm. like i think the dorm room kind of scenario you're talking about I mean, it's your room, but it's not. So right. some some people, Shared you know, they space. like the open door, open door, door mm-hmm. room. Anybody just stops by at any time. Yeah, so even if not, you're yeah. like, oh, there's nobody here. Let me chill. Yeah. That can be broken right away by somebody coming in. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was. sometimes you're not in control. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in control. You know? Well, that brings to mind kind of the the distinction between alone time and private time. Mm-hmm. Or like, because you might be feeling alone or not engaging with other people even though you're in the presence of other people but that's not the same as private time right right? like there's also that and yeah so i guess that gets back to the the central question the 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 title question are you the same person when you're alone when nobody's around are you different um and i i think there's probably like a spiritual aspect to that question Mm -hmm. right like what changes and I want to get to the kind of the last questions that I asked in the video um, before we're done, but we can wait on that. I get like for me, yeah, like what I don't know if I'm exactly the same. Like I'm not a person who looks in the mirror a lot, and maybe some people do like you know spend time for whatever reason, but um, like I don't shave very often either, so <laughs> like I'm not even looking in the mirror for that. But like you know that moment, like when you just kind of like stare into the mirror and like look into your own eyes, like is that a person you recognize? And is that, yeah, is there a difference between the you you are when it's just you and the you you are when you're with other people? And I'm not sure I know the answer for that for myself, but I feel like there are some differences. Hmm. And I'm curious about that for, for you, the listener, and also for for you guys. Yeah, I I still come back. Sorry, keeping it. I think it it matters to me, the setting. So like I work, I travel for work a lot. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do, once I hit the hotel, I am home. Mm -hmm. So I try to make myself, you know. Yep. So that person is a little bit different than the person who was working for the last eight hours or something like that, right? So. Um, I don't do st- like you're saying like self-reflection when I'm looking at a mirror or something like that I mean mm-hmm. when you were talking about that I thought okay maybe if I'm driving in a car uh-huh. <laughs> by mm-hmm. myself yeah. you know something like that you know what am I doing probably cranking up music yeah yeah right um, but I haven't reflected on that question so I probably need mm. to reflect and come back to you oh yeah that's point. good but it's a it's a good one and also I'm not one to talk to myself a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, I, I don't know if you guys felt but I know I, talk to I know people <laughs> talk to you so, a lot <laughs> so, some people very verbally like actual mm-hmm. yep and then some people not and and I'm, I'm not that and i'm very curious mm-hmm. yeah i talk to myself all the time internally and uh, yeah, like vocally auditorily, like verbally thank yeah, you so was, for yeah. finding my words but <laughs> all the time um my brain is moving at all minutes of the day mm-hmm. anytime i'm awake like there are just so many thoughts all the time it's 
interesting but um (laughs) um part of that is like i do do a lot of self-reflection and especially because of you know i had a lot of time by myself Mm -hmm. to really Mm -hmm. figure out like what i wanted to do and like again still doing that all the time but it's um i do have a lot of time to sit with myself and it doesn't scare me at all like Mm -hmm. i i really don't mind it um like today i mean even before this recording running errands by myself and like Mm -hmm. went to lunch by myself read a book in the restaurant like just hanging out with myself is very, very comfortable. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to like, so, and I do actually like physically look in the mirror and be like, what's up? Like I do, mm-hmm. like I do when you say like recognize <laughs> a person in the mirror, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a very, like very real thing for me. So there's then, if that's, if you spend a lot of time doing that, so when you do talk to your friends, are you guys doing a lot of self-reflection too? So in other words, like, like together, is the conversations when you guys have are they those types of conversations where they're i don't want to use the word deep necessarily i just want to like mm-hmm. sort of like is it similar right so yeah. are the same things you say to yourself ish similar to when you get together with your friends you guys are talking about sometimes because i mean again there's so much time in between so like when you when i do have time with my friends it like we spend a lot of time in a day so it'll mm-hmm. be um yeah conversations do get a little deeper because like we're catching up and then we're like okay but like what's going on yeah. you know what i mean um yeah. And so part of that is sometimes you just say to them like what you've been thinking to yourself because sometimes it's just nice to hear it come out of your mouth, you know? Like I have a lot of thoughts in my head and to hear it come out, just to hear it in the air, mm-hmm. you know, the waves are moving. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it somehow makes better- it more real, right? Yeah. Like it, it becomes a tangible thing, mm-hmm. even if it's ephemeral. Yeah. It, it's kind of there and gone, but it, it was there. Right. And sometimes that helps me to crystallize thoughts that are a bit amorphous mm-hmm. in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I definitely have an internal monologue going yeah. a lot. And then maybe 20 or 25% of the time that comes out auditorily. Mm-hmm. And if the dogs are around, I think uh, <laughs> it's like an excuse. <laughs> talking, <laughs> to talking, to do- talking to dogs. Yeah. yeah. I talk to my dog a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there is a lot of just like, and it's not like always like intentional self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Cause like sometimes it's just like thinking about what's going on and then thinking about what I need to do in a day mm-hmm. or like about whatever situation. And then that, yeah, it's not always just like, what are my problems? Yeah. Let's fix yeah. them. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I am myself when I'm alone and around other people, but mm-hmm. it's a different, like, I don't know. They're different, but I don't always think like that's a bad thing. I think some people are a different person with friends and themselves and it feels fake in a way. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's something ingenuine There about are it. different parts that, that come out when I'm around my friends or with my family or when I'm by myself. Yeah. But they're all authentic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and part of that is just getting comfortable in all three of those spaces. Yeah. Or four spaces. Every space. <laughs> all, all, all spaces. All spaces. <laughs> spaces. Well, I think that was kind of part of the intriguing thing for me about this question, right? And that idea of like um, who you are when no one is looking, which I start the video with. Um, it, is that a lack of integrity? Is that a lack of like a unified self? Is that even a thing that can be? Um, I don't want to get like too like esoteric, philosophical. But on the other hand, I think these are good questions to ponder, like, what does it mean if I'm very different when I'm all alone and I'm different or than I am when I'm with a lot of people or, or certain people? Yeah. Or social media, right? So I have a friend oh, who yeah, I pick yeah. on all the time mm-hmm. and I tell her that 
I said, you take, she takes really good photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes I was like, you know, that's not representative of where we are. So what, what she does a good job is, let's say we go outside, she'll f- be like, let's take a photo here in this angle, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be great. <laughs> but maybe that photo, that tree surrounded by whatever, mm-hmm. not so good looking things, or she, she'll take the right picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I, I, I wonder sometimes, you know, too, on, on <clears throat> social media, are we who we show yeah on those photos right you know no um, <laughs> you know so like because yeah because we're we not, gonna con- ta- not totally yeah, yeah, yeah you know we'll take sometimes the best photos or take the best selfie in this background right in the right setting mm-hmm. and so me as the observer of that photo will say mm-hmm. oh my goodness look at you like you're having so much fun your life is so great mm-hmm. i never not see you smiling in your pictures you're always yep. so well dressed or something like that yeah and i think as well that's another one where if you if you were by yourself in that same setting, not taking a selfie, would you be looking? Would your mm-hmm. facial expression yeah. be the same? Would right. you be? I don't know. You are know you mean? that happy? Are you to that? Be are, you that per, are you that person? <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. fake, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, where it's it's a different representation. Yeah. Where it's, it's not always fake. Sometimes yeah. it is, but mm-hmm. it's yeah, showing a very specific, isolated version. Um, and it has me, the last thing you said, and I don't even know what you said, but it triggered a red <laughs> But right now there's like a big trend of like people on the internet. They record themselves when they like hand money or food to like a mm-hmm. homeless person. The humble brags. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, it's this big question of like, are you still doing a good thing yeah. if no one can witness you doing the good thing? And celebrities, I think, run into that a lot where it's like, they can anonymously donate, mm-hmm. but then news sources are going to call them like, their wealth and selfish yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah. but then they show off like donating to charity yeah. and everyone is like and oh now you're showing it off and now you're really not doing that much good and blah blah yeah. blah yeah and it's that's like tough. that can be down to a very small scale of yeah. like okay when we are alone does it matter who we are alone if mm-hmm. no one sees it i say yes for yourself <laughs> <laughs> self-care i'm inclined, but to, also, inclined like, to agree yeah. we have a very outward presenting yeah. society with social media and that kind of stuff where a yeah. lot of social worth is mm-hmm. who you are to other people. Especially because, like you're saying, Mike, you move a thousand miles away. That's the medium of connection that yeah. remains, right? Because maybe you can't hang out with your friends. So that becomes then who you are for majority. In other words, yeah. like if you probably oh, totally. looked at the ratio of how many f- intimate friends you have versus how many followers you have, mm-hmm. it's huge, right? Yeah, there's so a, yeah, it, so, a huge So difference. it may be argued that more people know you this way through the gram, you know, uh, actually know for you. auditory listeners, Mongi just had his arms very wide. <laughs> yeah. So know you yes. this way is <laughs> this big way is big this on the way, gram. You know? yeah. So if you're on the gram and you got a, with your people, oh, you know, a thousand people watch your video, or something yeah. like that. That you're rep- represented a thousand times yeah. in that image more so than maybe your, your own circle, and so it doesn't become more real. I'm not saying that it's more real, but from a scale perspective, too. Right. This is what. Um, Again, so to me, from an identity perspective and who you are alone versus, mm-hmm. I think social media is another angle in that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I saw somebody post something recently on social media that said something about, like, don't compare your valleys, like your low points to other people's high points. Like, mm-hmm. like what you're seeing on social media is usually a highlights reel. Like yeah. the best of the best, like you said, the like the best angle, the best lighting, and then the right filter, and then yeah, cropping one of, out one of whatever. shots, baby, right? right. In the yeah. right moment. In yeah. the right, right moment, yeah, and then yeah, maybe even like the getting right rid of event. the thing in the background that you didn't want there with, like 
Um, yeah. So yeah, if you're listening, don't compare the worst of yourself to the best of somebody else. Uh, man, that's just such a trap and it's really easy to do and we've all done it, but, uh, but quit it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself too. Cause, cause I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, like, oh man, but that person has this and that, that yeah. and we're the same age and yeah. why haven't I achieved that? Or mm-hmm. Exactly. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Everyone my age is graduating college right now. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird one <laughs> to watch. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. So another question that I ask kind of toward the end has to do with um, connecting with something bigger than ourselves. And, uh, whatever that is for you, uh, some, maybe some listeners don't think there's anything bigger than yourself that like hum- human consciousness is all there is. Um, I think a lot of us think that there's something beyond that, that there's something beyond our physical world that maybe we don't have words for or can't quite describe. Um, I think in the, in the video, I might've said like, uh, uh, higher power or, mm-hmm. Uh, cosmic cosmic being whatever it is the universe positive energy for for you whatever that is whatever that something bigger is is it easier for you to connect with that in a group of people or when you're alone or are there different ways that you connect with that when you're in a group of people versus alone so i'd love to hear from our listeners for sure but also from you guys what what's that like for you i think it's different alone versus group of people mm-hmm. to be honest um so i think about like maybe like listening to music at church or something like that right mm-hmm. like there's times when i'm in my car it's mm-hmm. the best right yeah mm-hmm. just like this is this is it right but then there's times too <clears throat> you go to a concert or something and you're like wow this is t- i think it's different dimensions uh mm-hmm. one's necessarily better than another even coming back to the big city conversation you know for me when i I love riding in the subway, subway in New York, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, like you, you just blend in. Like nobody, yep. everybody's doing their thing, focused on them. They're not even, yep. com- you know. That's also that's a connection to me because another reason I like cities is I think there's there's a if I could sit down with each human being, I'd find so many stories. Yeah, and also superficially, you find the richest people and some of the poorest people in large cities, right? Yeah. You see, you have such a stratum of. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say professionals or mm-hmm. backgrounds and if you go to a place like New York City ethnicities and mm-hmm. you know and things restaurants of all right. true different kinds um, so for me even from a connection to that cosmic being perspective for me it's almost like a representation of the world in that small area yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. so it's I can like see globe. it's a yeah. microcosm of what's out there and so it, it helps me feel like a little bit connected as well mm. with people I may never, you know, countries I may never visit, but there's a, there's a restaurant here with the same cuisine. So I'm going to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's my connection from a global sense. Kind of like what you were saying, you're, you're out there in the woods, Mm -hmm. that connection to me, that's how I find that connection. And yeah, like if I'm in New York or something like that. Did you guys know I grew up in the suburbs of New York city? And so I, I did not know that. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time younger years and then in my twenties as well. I lived in that area. So yeah, New York city subway, so cool. you see guys in a $3,000 suit yes. sitting next right. to somebody who got their clothes out of the and a high schooler and yep. uh, you know, like all kinds of people that mm-hmm. seem all smells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So oh, yeah. as much as there's a lot of money yeah. in that city, mm-hmm. you smell the smells too, right? Yeah. I feel like it's a little, it's grounding. Mm-hmm. Let's say versus, you know, being in the burbs where like we have manicured lawns and yep. Yep. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All houses look the same. And, <laughs> and you know, all those, one of the things I love about the subway. And yeah, and Central Park is another great place like that. And we have places like that here in the Denver area. Yeah, Central like, Park is like, like every language. Both every... trips to New York were like Central Park was one of my favorite places. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. It's the only place you can touch grass. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. You're like around so much concrete and you don't realize uh-huh. it until you're like with mm-hmm. plants and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Oh, there's soil. And from Colorado mm-hmm. too, it's like yep. I need the green for yeah. like a second. Yes. Yep. Not that kind of green, guys. But even, <laughs> maybe, I think it's New York has that. I think it's it's good up there. Right? Is it legal now? I, I, I think I've so. lost it. Yeah, but, is rec, but you think about the New York listeners. Of, is rec legal? <laughs> yeah, send us a DM. But you think about even the idea of Central Park, a park in the middle of the city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To your point, right? Like you know, somebody you you go there, you see runners and stuff like that. So it serves a purpose, mm-hmm. right? In that sort of urban jungle that that it is but anyway to answer your question in a very long answer that's me <laughs> you know from that connection kind of thing yeah when the, and, and every one of us has a central park inside of us <laughs> but there is like all that, of that. our souls are <laughs> central park surrounded by an urban jungle <laughs> but there is something about that right there's something interior uh, for me uh, to answer my own question i have moments of like unparalleled connection with what I call God in groups of people where we're doing something together that's communal uh, that aren't quite like anything else. But also for me, my most vulnerable moments where I've let my guard down, where, I mean, I don't have a better word for it, where I feel naked Mm -hmm. in front of my creator, but no shame. Those only happen alone only in some sort of solitude Mm -hmm. and there might be somebody nearby like maybe i'm in a building with other people in it but there's got to be some degree of kind of or i used the word privacy earlier Mm. and i I think i need both and i think in those moments i really am at least there's something different or maybe there's something purer that i've able to i'm able to kind of like let a lot of the things that i put between me and other people go and just be some cleaner cleaner so maybe it's like a signal noise thing right so not that other people are noise but it's just a clear sort of direct just a direct direct, connection yeah um, you can see it yeah Hmm. um i don't know mine is weird i've never like really been like a prayer person yeah Mm mm-hmm um, I get distracted when yeah. I pray. Mm-hmm. And so like I start a prayer and then in the middle of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to end it because I'm thinking about something else already. Because <laughs> you said you're... You yeah, think- thinking yeah, all thinking the time. Jumping a million different ways. So yeah. it's... um, Yeah, so that type of like meditation has never been... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say not helpful because there are moments where it's helpful. But that type of just like slow down doesn't come mm-hmm. naturally. Um. So I don't know. My spiritual moments are in places where it's focused to be that mm-hmm. way. So yeah, like yeah. that tends to be with other people in a church setting yeah, or um, youth group trips or whatever, yeah. mission trips. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, mine have always been kind of in com- like, not community, um, company of others. Yeah. Where my most just like, yeah, my most spiritual moments are just always in company of others because... The focus of the group helps me. Yeah, no, to 100%. focus on that. So. I get that. Yeah, and that's so interesting. I, I, 
to me, it's almost counterintuitive, but that's why I love conversations like this because I think my, yeah, my intuition would have been that, yeah, somebody who's more of an introvert (laughs) might connect with God more easily in a kind of a solitude setting. Right. And for you, that's not true. And I think that's great. Like, but this is because everybody's an individual and you can't just (laughs) pigeonhole people and say, oh yeah, extroverts have to be in a, in a crowd in order to feel close to something bigger than themselves. And, uh, no, that's great. I love that. Yeah. And now, and that, that's even just like separate from the introversion itself where it's like, no, I just need like help focusing (laughs) on, on what I need. Like, cause at the, you know, mission trips, like devotions are good moments, I think for that. Mm -hmm. Um, where if I'm really just like trying to connect with God in Mm -hmm. particular, you know, you have spiritual moments outside of religion sometimes where it's just like, I feel connected to the people around me. I mostly have spiritual moments outside of religion. Yeah. (laughs) I'm connected to the people around me or connected to. Yeah the earth or whatever um, nature yeah well and i used the word devotions just a minute ago and Mm -hmm. listener if you're not familiar with that in a lot of christian traditions there are these usually it's something written uh maybe it's on an app now but um something that helps you focus on maybe a particular scripture something from a holy text um and then maybe some thoughts about that thing that's bigger than us whether that's god or whatever you call that thing so um did I, is that a good definition of what devotion is? Yeah. Um, So, um, I know sometimes when I talk to people who like aren't intimately connected with that, they're like, a what? So (laughs) no, that's good. Thanks for catching me on that. Yeah. Um, they're very common in like youth group spaces. Mm -hmm. Like, so during a mission trip, you'll have like a devotion every night. At least that's how my youth group worked. Is that how your works? Yours works? I am planning a mission trip right now. A mission trip is like a service trip where we go and help people in a community that's not our own. And, uh, we're going to Navajo Nation, and I am writing the devotions for that yep. for our crew. Yep. So yep. nice. Yep. July, it's coming. Exciting. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So there are lots of different ways that we connect with whatever it is that's bigger than us. Kind of, uh, kind of connect to our own spirituality, our own um, whatever our faith traditions are. And I, I, I guess I want to say, I've sometimes felt like the way that I do it is looked down on by people who do it differently. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have you guys ever felt that before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have discovered that, man, forget all that. Like <laughs> whatever, however you connect, you know, don't worry about what somebody else says is good. Like there's some people who are really good at journaling and I yeah. bet it's awesome. And somebody, I think it might've been Ken Brown who said he journals, but maybe it's not for everybody. And I was like, wait, it's not for everybody. Uh, Ken Brown is somebody that, um, he's a pastor in our area. And I was like, maybe that's me. Cause I am not good at journaling. Yeah. And I, for a long time really felt like I was like either morally or spiritually like insufficient. There was something yeah. wrong with me because I wasn't, or didn't feel, I wasn't doing, it, I didn't feel drawn to it. Um, if that's you listener, man, don't feel bad. Yeah. Find your own way. Journaling was really helpful for me. Um, when I was dropping out of college cause yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. access to like therapy at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like, it was a really good way to process emotions. Yeah. Um, I didn't use it in a spiritual setting and I've never tried. So I don't know what that looks like for other people, but it's a good way for me in times mm-hmm. of like sub- extreme lows to process yeah. what's going on. Well, and like journaling is just an example of of things that like, if you're around any kind of spiritual community or um, faith tradition for any length of time, eventually someone's probably going to say something like, this is the way to do it. Yeah. 
this is the right way to do it or whatever. Well, if you do enough of these, then they'll fix it. Something right, exactly. Like that, you know? And I haven't found that to be true in my own life. Um, I think, I think they're just, uh, as many ways to connect with the one who made us as there are people. So yeah. somewhere around 8 billion plus whoever's been on the planet before us, like there are just so many ways and don't let anybody right. tell you that your way is bad. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I, I can really, yeah. Cause I think if you're thinking about spirituality, then you're not boxing it into religion or institutions or organization right it's, mm-hmm. it's very i'll say self-centered in a way right what's mm-hmm. what's about me as opposed to again saying like oh because i'm part of this group you know if i if i do this particular hike that everybody does it whenever right. they do it they're like they're, it's <laughs> awesome and they come back recharged they come back a brand i, new I feel person. i have to do that or if i do it and then it doesn't work like you're saying now i feel like what's wrong with me right? yes right did yes. i not do it right mm-hmm. or how okay let me try it again dang yeah. it's not working again mm-hmm. to like you know so yeah. And and so with that, I think that's a that's a way of understanding yourself and your identity, in a way, right? Spiritually, mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. uh, so who you are with people or yourself part part of it has to do too how you're being fulfilled sp- spiritually and kind of explore that maybe talk to people but kind of figure out what your thing is mm-hmm. if it's not maybe it's not journaling but it's no you know bullet points or something like that yeah. it's yeah. not a whole because even a when list. you say yeah. journaling it feels like you have to write yeah you have out to like a narrative long, style or something yeah. it's not it could be just like some bullet points three Notes. words or something like yeah. that maybe that's what it is so yeah yeah are you guys like meditation people so, meditation uh, work for y'all so Mwangi is shaking his head now yeah. um i so i don't know if kind of i, I think people i have different definitions of what meditation might look like uh i do uh kind of a i mean i i used to hate this idea mm-hmm. and now it works for me really well again it's do what works for you you know um the idea of almost like a rehearsed or not a rehearsed but like a prayer that i do pretty much the same way all the time yeah um to me that used to sound really stifling and really um like boxing me in Mm -hmm. and now I feel that that really frees me actually Um, and so I do kind of a nighttime routine that includes uh, some movement and some uh, and prayer so I hope that doesn't sound too like weird new age to you guys (laughs) but uh, I also really love yoga so uh, so what's up to all my yoga people out there Um, so the closest thing I get to meditation is probably something like yoga and prayer with movement Mm -hmm. to it Um, and I, I almost hesitate to even describe it to anyone because it feels really intimate to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I mean, I guess I, if, if anybody's really interested in what that looks like for me, I'll talk more about yeah. it. But um, yeah, for me, it feels, yeah, kind of this intimate. I talked about it a little bit earlier, that that alone time when I feel right. um, like really me and everything is stripped away. And yeah, so not meditation. I do a lot of yoga and actually the time that is like the most clear-headed, like where I can't think of anything else is actually um, certain types of rock climbing. Oh, cool. And so um, there's a type of rock climbing called bouldering. Uh, It doesn't go very high, uh, so it's kind of low, but usually very challenging and there aren't any ropes. And so it's not the same as like what Alex Honnold did with like the Dawn Wall or um, 
uh, or you know the free solo movie I'm thinking of uh, yeah. I'm, I'm mixing up Tommy Caldwell and sorry guys if you guys are listening <laughs> I don't know if you'll ever hear this but I don't I'm not I know who you are I'm not conflating you I know you're two different people um, uh, so I'm not talking about like I'm not doing that crazy stuff I'm doing like below 10 feet high yeah but like it's a in bouldering we call it a bouldering problem it's it's a problem that you solve with your body and there's nothing else that clears my mind quite like that like one that's on the edge of my abilities and like the next move is very important and that's all there is all there is is the next movement yeah so does that answer your question yeah i guess i just (laughs) want to note like a common thread of like kind of all of these things where we're like conscious of what brings us a good connection to spirituality or just the people around us or whatever Mm -hmm. um but all of these practices is that spider on the table sorry that that is a spider on the table there's a spider on the table invited guest no uninvited guest anyway he can join us totally um anyway his name is herbert (laughs) herbert Um, i just want to note like all of these practices of like journaling or meditation or even rock climbing, Mm -hmm. all of those things are very intentional about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, and so as we talk about who we are when we're alone, um, I think a lot of people try, if they aren't comfortable like sitting with themselves, they try to evade being by themselves at all costs because they just like don't like sitting with their own thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So being something that's like, helped because i'm used to it at this point just being like semi-intentional about noting when you're uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. like the things that work to ease the discomfort yeah but also when you have these practices like journaling or Mm -hmm. meditation whatever Mm -hmm. um they are really they're very they're focused yeah um and so when you're alone focusing can help to ease any of that like anxiety around big thoughts and scary things because a lot of things go on in your head when you're by yourself because there's nothing else to distract you sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah i think that's like some people don't know who they are when they're alone because they don't sit with it um Mm -hmm. and i think it makes it easier to sit with yourself when you're intentional about what you want yeah it's very hard to sit alone because then if you're alone you got stuff to distract you yeah because i could say i'm alone on my computer right in the house right so it's really easy to um, distract yourself to your point. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, this feels real. Let me look at my phone real quick. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Let me you know. doom scroll for an hour or two. Yeah. The distraction or um, diversion, yeah. I think, is sometimes a better word for that. You're you're diverting your attention from the thing that you probably should be attending to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we all do that. And we have more tools than ever that can help us <laughs> uh, divert our attention from the important stuff. So yeah, I guess um, I'm getting close to wrapping up. Yeah, and I, I have a couple um, questions that I'd love to talk about in uh, on our Discord server um, or in comments on our YouTube channel. And uh, one of those is, I'd love to hear about experiences where you have felt connected to something bigger than you, like maybe some really specific stories, and whether that was different, whether that was alone or with other people, and uh, if you have trouble in one or the other, right? Like I think probably for some of us, we naturally connect better in one or the other. Um, or maybe somebody has never ever felt any connection at all with anything mm-hmm. bigger. And I'd love to hear about that too. Um, and 
not only connection to who something bigger, but also who you are. Like who, like we were just talking about like alone with yourself and I guess scary because sometimes we're uncomfortable with our own selves. Um, but like, what is it, what is a practice that you do to connect with yourself to really know maybe a little bit deeper who you are and, um, and maybe for you, you really only know who you are as it relates to other people, as you relate to other people. And that's another episode. We've got another episode coming up uh, in a few episodes about that. So be looking out for that one. We'll be talking about um, that connection, uh, who we are in community and in connection with others. But yeah, those are the things I'd love to hear about. Uh, can you guys think of anything else you'd love to talk about with our listeners? No, I think we'll see what the answers are and maybe come up with more questions as yeah, the answers sure. come in. <laughs> as, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Haley, how can people connect with us? All right, everybody. You can go to tapestrytalk.org, which is our website. On there, you can find a link to our Discord, which I don't know which camera to look at. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. There you go. Um. Yeah, you can join us on our Discord um, and just chat with us if you want. Um, you can also chat with us in our YouTube comments. You can find the YouTube on tapestrytalk.org as well. Yeah, so join the conversation. Uh, we've got lots to talk about. Uh, and the conversation is open for everyone. We want this to be a space where um, all questions are welcome, where no question is or questioner is looked down on for their question, and uh, a place where we can have honest and real conversations. So, uh, yeah, that's another episode of the Tapestry Podcast. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Out. See you guys next time. <laughs>